just roll. Is the lighting okay or? It's better. Like the... Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I, I have so much we can talk about. But yeah, start us off and we'll we'll jump yeah. in. Welcome back to Wellness and Wonder for an episode with Glenn today. Before introducing you, introducing you, Glenn, I want to make a little introduction about today's main topic, which is about FIES. It's easy to have FIES when everything is going to work out in our lives, but when everything is going to work out, something is missing. It's much harder to have FIES when we are facing challenges in our life. And uh, this is uh, because FIES is believing in the unseen, not, not necessarily in what is seen. So for our uh, following our greatest dreams, we must have FIES and it will be worth it because uh, when the harder it is, the better and the greater the satisfaction it will be at the end. So today, we with Glenn, we want to motivate you for the better, as hypnotics is not only uh, the only topic we're going to go through today. We're going to talk about dreams and the part uh, of uh, achievement, which is part of reaching our dreams. Hello, Glenn. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. You are lovely. This is amazing to, to be able to talk about this. Amazing. So, so I'm sure many people know about you, but uh, you have an amazing past because you have been doing many different things. And that's why uh, you are so creative. Uh, do you want to give us a brief of your history? Okay, so I am a hypnotherapist. Yeah. I started out as an entertainment hypnotherapist where I hypnotized a bunch of YouTube stars and one took off after the next, after the next. And I had a whole new career before my eyes that I never thought I would have. I did go to hypnotherapy school and I went there to learn how to work with people uh, for fears and phobias. And then we had a stage hypnotist come to the school, give a presentation. I was like, I kind of like that. You know, I grew up as a musician, I loving to perform, being in theater. So when I saw stage hypnosis, I'm like, wow, I guess I can do that. So I went, I went full on into entertainment hypnosis with having the background in hypnotherapy. And then it really just took off. I got to experience what I've heard before that when you are in the right place, things find you. Because uh, most of the influencers I work with, I didn't know them. I don't know how to get in touch with them. I would come home and I got an email from one. Uh, I made one very popular lady eat an onion thinking it was a delicious sweet apple. That went to 8 million views. And then I got a call from the William Morris agency to do another video that went to 20 million views and so on. Now I just get calls. Um, and I, and it came because I found, I found the right place for me to be. And that, that came at a price of uh, a lot, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's because you were exploring the unknown. That's why opportunities come up, Glenn. How important it is to tell people that the exploration of the unknown, of the non-safety zone is so important for us to discover what's, what still has to happen. So people, most of the time, stay in their comfort zone because it's easy, but we have to get out of our comfort zone to bring opportunities. It's true, I think there is a misunderstanding people have in that. And here's the misunderstanding, I think. Amazing, tell us please. Going, going, into your com going into an uncomfortable zone doesn't mean you have to do it irresponsibly. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to quit your job. All right, I'm gonna make my money no matter what. I left 
a, I don't know how you convert dollars to uh, money there, but I left a $300,000 a year job as a sales manager. Uh, now in the US, that's quite a bit of money. Uh, and I had the company car, the nice credit cards, packages. I had no financial worries, but it, it wasn't for me. It was, I was selling my soul. My boss was not the right ethical person I wanted to be with anymore. So instead of just quitting my job and jumping into my faith, I decided to save money. I decided to strategically plan how this was going to happen. Uh, and so you don't have to just drop everything and be irresponsible. That's but, right? but even so, what you said, doing uncomfortable things, staying, I could, I could, there's a line of people to have my old job that yeah. would stay there forever. But that wasn't who I was anymore. I outgrew it. And then even though I had my strategic plan to leave, a situation happened where life booted me out of there quicker than I wanted to. Then I'm like, wow, I guess I really have to do this now. So I got, even though I strategically planned it, I got booted into the uncomfort zone. Amazing. So you are basically uh, confirming that we have to act consciously, even though we explore the unknown, to be conscious about the unknown, about what we, the step we are going through is, is fundamental to avoid also mistakes and getting lost. So true. Thank you, Glenn, for reminding us this. Yes. So how can we be so strategic when we have this excitement of changing what we are doing and to be also so focused on the strategy? We must be supported. What's the ideal environment to do this? What do you think? Well, there's, there's two things in that. As you know, uh, when you start to do something you love, uh, there's two things. It doesn't always happen overnight. Yeah. You know, when the problem I have, well, not a problem, it's not a problem, but what I don't like is there's a generation of social media people telling you, if you're not rich, if you're not this, you're not that, you're not successful. And it happened for me overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. There's this get rich quick. There's this, it has to happen now mentality where things like, I was talking to my daughter who's 15 and I'm like, you know what the secret to life is? It's consistent action and discipline and effort. And those words are kind of out of fashion now, right? Nobody wants to hear it takes discipline, effort, and consistency. No one wants to hear these things, and they bother us. They already sound a bit, it's true. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to put a post out and be famous. No. It, it, the, so, so love, love can help us. When we feel love for someone, love for something, that's when we are able also to have this discipline and to make this effort. So love is always, in my opinion, indeed, is always the secret to drive and to thrive. Yes, now with that, with that, what I truly believe when I work with people, uh, clients on coaching, if you want to experience something in your life, I really believe it's so important to know your why. Why do I want it? And it's not, it, they can't be superficial reasons. Why? And because it's a, it can be dark when you are uncomfortable and you are trying to create something new in your life. And if you don't know why you want it, 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 people fail because they don't really know why, you know, yeah. I want to be rich. That's not enough. Like, what do you want to share? What gift do you want to give to others? And not everything has to be a gift like this. There's so many ways 
I was working with a chef who had three failed restaurants and her passion is food. I'm like, maybe it's your fifth restaurant before you'll find it. But if that's what you love, you don't get to stop and you don't get to control how that's going to look. Yeah. You don't look at the outcome. You also enjoy the journey, the passage, the story. And if you know why you want it, then that will light your way. But very few people sit down and write a full page that why do I really want this in my life? What are the real reasons? And sometimes we don't know the why, but only if we experience it deeply and we talk about it and we share, as you said, the vision, then we can get also the answer to the why. Because sometimes it's difficult to get these answers. We are not born ready. We learn and we never stop learning. So the why comes when you have the inner answer within experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And I would say that hypnosis is one of the reasons why I believe it's so important in our lives, dear Glenn. So hypnosis, as you said, because I read many articles of yours, is both creative and very personal. So sometimes when we get confused in life, we can get hypnotized uh, from someone, an expert like you, or also we can do an auto-hypnosis. For example, when we use our, our imagination, positive thinking, this is also the auto-hypnosis we give to ourselves on our daily life. So hypnosis is a, an altered state of consciousness, which we, we should go through to also to have these answers sometimes. Yes, hypnotherapy, it's the most, it's guided meditation on steroids, basically. Yeah. And what makes it so effective, especially when I do a one-on-one session is we talk about what's underneath it, you know, your belief system. And then I put that belief system into the session. Uh, and a lot of what I do is releasing. It's a lot of releasing, releasing old fears, releasing trauma, releasing beliefs that you've held on to over the years that have limiting you. So it's really removing blocks. And then what you said, visualization is so important. And I also think that people get stuck on that. Yeah. Visualization can simply be directing your thoughts in a certain way. It doesn't mean you have to see something. Yeah. You can feel it or you can direct attention in your mind to it. That's visualization. And it's so important to spend that time uh, with your eyes closed, going inside and focusing. Because I, in almost every session I say this, I say <sighs> the world we create here on the inside is the world you will experience on the outside. Yes, it's a reflection, yeah. Yeah, it's a reflection. But if you don't take that time to do it, to program it, to visualize it, you know? Um, Glenn, but I have a question regarding this because yes. we, I've been doing, I'm a health coach, I'm doing lots of sessions for women uh, about to change their lives, about to change their inner patterns. And I believe it's sometimes they find it easy to visualize it. And so we can feel it, but how can we actually act on the visualization? Because we can also get lost in it sometimes because of fears or sometimes because we don't feel the potential. So hypnotherapy can be a way of making action within the visualization or not? Absolutely, because it's not just guided meditation. I'm doing specific things, specific techniques 
to help you overcome. And it's also uh, anchoring. Hypnotic anchoring is an idea of in that quiet, calm state, we get you visualizing, feeling, and seeing what it is you want. And we anchor that to a color or a word or a movement. And it becomes a switch to where, all right, it's time for me to make this phone call I don't want to make. Breathe in, think of that word I gave you, think of that color. Then all of a sudden, a switch goes on in your mind and you feel that energy, that motivation, that drive. It's like a guiding light that I build within you. You add depth, basically, along hypnosis to the visualization. So we go even deeper and we find more answers. And the more deeper it gets, the better it is because we feel it even more, right? It is. I mean, when you say deeper, deeper, not necessarily deep into a sleep level, but deeper into your belief systems and what's underneath it. There's always, there's everybody, no matter where you're at, has some beliefs that they need to shed. You know, I've worked with so many people that one was a, a woman that has a bestseller on Amazon. And she's like, who am I to offer a course to women on overcoming divorce and trauma? I'm like, did you overcome divorce and trauma? <laughs> I said, you have a best-selling book on Amazon? Yes. I said, you, Good. you are, you know, <laughs> <They won. laughs> you are every your life is an example of this, you know? And I really think we all find, even yourself, you find, you kind of find your calling within your own work. You said something very beautiful, Glenn, the importance of motivational experiences, the stories that connect as a human level can leave on us an emotional boost that lasts forever. It's incredible, our experience, how it is the most main example for people to understand what they've been through for them to understand the same sharing experiences is so important do you do that uh, along your sessions yeah it is sharing your experience because otherwise you're reading it from a book yes and not everybody you're going to connect with not every person is meant to work with me that's there's that's why there's many of us that have different perspectives different experiences different points of view. So not everything, even Tony Robbins doesn't work on everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, As good as some of the most popular people are, they're not for everybody. So I do get those. And I'm sure you get these too, these messages where people are like, hey, I saw some of your content. I just want to connect with you. I know you're the person I need in my life right now. You know, I've had that experience with others. Others have that experience with me. I'm sure you do too, right? Yes, and, and we, this support, uh, energetical support is super powerful, more than people think. Yeah, so one thing I really, I'm actually going to put a, my next talk about this, uh, and I call it the plant theory, for lack of a better word, all right? Yeah. So when we're, when we're thinking about your life, and you have a goal or a dream, You take a plant, you put a seed in it and you water it, right? It may be a year before that seed starts to sprout into a little plant. It may be two years. You don't know. It might be six months. But what happens is we put all this effort and energy in. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Then finally, the plant starts to grow a little bit. And then you think, I put all this work in, all this time in, and that's all there is. And then they stop watering the plant and it dies. 
and their dream dies. And it's like the second you see a little bit of light, that's the time to put 10 times more effort into it than you have before. And a lot of people give up. They scare away from it at that point because they feel like I've done too much work already and this isn't paying off. And I really think that's a disservice of impatience to a lot of people. We are so impatient when it comes to our dreams. Yes. We are so impatient with holding consistent effort. And you have to really, when you start to see a little bit of growth, there were so many times I wanted to stop. I put so much effort into my online programs. I went through a bunch of people on Fiverr, Fiverr, you know, that website Fiverr for text yeah. that took my money, that gave me horrible results. I couldn't get my website up right. I went through easy websites like Weebly that put it together for you. I went to WordPress, which I don't know if you know what WordPress is. It's a nightmare. There's there's coding. It's the worst platform I believe in the world, but it's everywhere. And there were so many steps I had to take and learn and weekends and hours and staying up hours and hours learning stuff I didn't want to learn. I didn't want to do thinking this isn't going to work. And had I listened to that, it would have been a disservice to myself and everybody I've shared my gift with, you know? Yes. Uh, It takes sometimes an insane amount of effort for your dreams to, to materialize. And that's okay. Yeah. But unless we're talking like this, unless you're listening to people that actually do that, you don't stay the course, you know? Yes. If, so, if somebody says, you know, well, uh, how much time are you putting in? Well, I put in, you know, I've stayed up for three days in a row. Why not four days in a row? Well, that's a bad example, but, yeah. but what, whatever it may be, somebody has done more effort. They've done more time and they'll look at you and say, no, you haven't done enough yet. I'm yeah. sorry, but you need those people in your life so you can grow. But yeah. many people don't, we don't, those connections don't happen automatically. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, and when we change uh, for the better, we also lead by example. When we show courage in the face of adversity, we change our life and others. We cannot imagine the power we have with our words and action for others too. So, which is amazing to be so contagious in a in about this courage and this fight. Yeah, I mean, I've had other. Uh, I have a lot of hypnotherapy friends from the school I went to. And a lot of them are like, hey, I want to start doing some online programs. I'm like, you've been telling me that for a year. In the meantime, I have 55 video meditations in my online program. You haven't started one yet. Pardon my language. Get off your ass and do something, you know? But, but the problem is they get stuck in this. I want to do this. I'm thinking about it. I'm going to do it. Just start. Just start. That's the safety zone before I was talking about Glenn. So they prefer to be, for, if we talk about an evolutionary perspective, the human's minds primary tend to keep each other safe, which I know I understand what you say, but sometimes they lead, this leads to self-sabotage and they don't step out. Do you think this is the safety zone we were referring before or it is something different? It's, well, actually, it's, there's, that's a good analogy because the safety zone there's something called homeostasis i don't know if you know that term homeostasis yeah our subconscious mind uses homeostasis to keep us alive if we get 
a heart rate goes up, we have a bad event in life, it brings us back to what's safe and normal. It regulates our body so we don't die. And it's very important. However, it also works on our belief patterns to where even we will stay in a bad, in an uncomfortable job. I did that. We will stay in a relationship that's not healthy. I did that. We will stay. <laughs> we will stay with things that aren't healthy for us because they're known. Our minds like known. So a unhealthy known is more comfortable than a beautiful okay. unknown. Exactly. And that's one reason hypnotherapy is so effective because we can we can visualize we can change that pattern of something unknown to feeling known to feeling familiar and when we take an unfamiliar pattern and make it feel familiar we're changing homeostasis yeah. uh, but it, it does take courage it takes courage to to change it takes courage to reach out and be vulnerable with someone else yeah yes Shall we give a little example of hypnosis here online? Because people are very curious, Glenn, to see. Uh, if, you have, if you want, uh, just here online, a very quick one. How would you, um, for example, I, um, I don't know. We can give an example of uh, I'm um, super driven by success, but I'm a bit stuck in my old patterns. So success, I'm very impatient. And I'm going towards success because uh, this is the only thing that makes me happy. This is an example. In this mm -hmm. case, uh, which uh, kind of hypnosis sh shall we do together here? What would you okay. tell me? So now here's the thing. It may be, I don't know if it's the exact words you wanted to use, but you know what I heard you just say? Yeah. You just said success is the only thing that makes me happy. Well, it's not true, but it's an example. Okay. Yeah, but when I, <laughs> yeah. I know, so I'm not, I'm saying, but, you know, but when I hear something like that, I know exactly where to go. Yeah. Like, no, and, yeah. and with that, real, real quick, the other thing I just want to share, I think it's so important. I had a client tell me, you know, he retired. He's like, I want to, I need something more in my life. He goes, but I only want to, he likes working with wood. He likes crafts. I'm like, he goes, I only want to do that if I know it's going to be good for me. And I'm like, one, you don't get to know that before you do it. You don't get to know if this relationship is right until you're in it. You don't get to know the unknown until you dive in. But we're also allowed to have more than one dream. We're allowed to have more than one purpose. Yes. So if you do start off in a path and you find it's not for you, nothing was lost. Yeah. That leads to something else, to something else. It only stops if you hold that perspective of, I have only one purpose in life. We all have so many purposes in life, yeah. you know? Yes. And there's so many things. So you want, so you're saying you want to try a little hypnosis right now? Yes, I would love to show our friends and our guests a little example. Right. So there's a few different types of hypnosis because everybody responds differently. There is stage hypnosis and stage hypnosis relies on somebody being really, really suggestible to where they can't, they just can't deny certain suggestions you give them. Uh, then other people that aren't so suggestible, we do more of a process of the guided visualization, the guided meditation. There are 
Hypnotherapy works on everyone. Stage hypnosis isn't quite the same because that's more of a, a trick of the mind. You know what I mean? Uh, but let's see. Let's let's do some tests and see how you do. Yes, let's do it. All right. So <laughs> let's uh, let's do a few things. So you're sitting up straight. What kind of chair are you in right now? Uh, normal chair. Very easy chair. Is it on wheels or is it solid? Solid. Okay. Good. 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 All right, so let's just... <laughs> because I might fall down. <laughs> you won't, you won't, but if the chair is unstable, you can drift around. Yeah. But here's what we'll do. Well, okay. I'll do something that ev every time I do this particular thing, it's a beautiful experience, which we'll do. Amazing. And then we'll, we'll, we'll just, let's see how you respond to suggestions. Yeah. So yeah. This isn't hypnosis yet. So yeah. put your arms out. Can you put your arms out in front of you? Are you, are you gonna hit the computer or anything? No. All right. Put your palms up in the air. All right, look at your hands. All right, now close your eyes. Just use your imagination and imagine on that left hand. Imagine the heaviest bowling ball you've ever felt in your hand. And then imagine on your right arm, I tie a string. You see a string of balloons rising in the air, rising higher and higher and higher. And you feel those bowling balls going heavier and heavier and heavier. And the balloons are going higher, higher and higher. <laughs> yeah. All right, so open your eyes, open your eyes. So you're really good, you're gonna be fun. So wow. I love to be guided by you, Glenn, I have to say, maybe because I know you're an expert and you are super good. I don't know that, of course, this influenced me, but I, yeah, yeah. Okay, put your, put your arms down in your lap. Just, yeah, relax your arms, put your hands just down. Yeah. Watch how easy we can go into a state of hypnosis. You're a natural already. I know you're a natural, you're open, yeah. you can visualize, you can listen. So watch how cool this is without any tricks at all. Just sit comfortably. And what we're gonna do is close your eyes. Now, take a deep breath in with your eyes closed. Open your eyes and breathe out. And just let your eyes unfocus in front of you. Close your eyes and breathe in. Open your eyes and breathe out. Good, close your eyes and breathe in. And keep them closed as you breathe out. With your eyes closed, hearing my voice, you're just gonna easily and naturally feel yourself drift. It may feel funny at times, but most importantly, it's gonna feel natural. Direct some attention to your hands. Notice, just notice within yourself which hand feels warmer and which hand feels cooler. And just allow those hands to go onto your lap, let them sink into your lap and feel warmer. Now direct your attention to your feet. Just notice which foot feels heavier. Notice which foot feels lighter. And now allow your hands to settle down and drift onto your lap. Just allow them and imagine they're melting right into your thighs. It's comfortable, it's natural. Notice how you are completely supported by the chair you're sitting in. And even right now, you're gonna have other thoughts. You may hear sounds from the outside world, but they simply will not matter. I want you to direct all of your attention to your eyelids. I want you 
to relax your eyes down to the point where they just won't want to open. You're in complete control. I want you to relax those eyes down to the point where they're just going to be stuck and they won't want to open. You're in complete control. Because in a moment, I'm going to ask you to test those eyelids. However, I do not want you to test them until you're certain they will not open when I count to three. All right. Now you open them, right? Awesome. Not, I want you to experience, close them again. I want you to experience something else. You experienced opening them, opening them. Now with your eyes closed, imagine looking up to the top of your head with your eyes closed. And now use your imagination and experience what it would be like if you could not open your eyes. Just let yourself experience that and really try. And the more you try, understand the more stiff and rigid they become, almost as if they're no longer your eyelids. Now that you experience that, you can let yourself go deeper. I'm going to count from five to one. Now you already know it's your choice because you've experienced your eyes opening and you've experienced your eyes not opening. Now I want you to experience your body sinking down into the chair from five down to four. Noticing the deeper you go, the better you feel. And the better you feel, the deeper you allow yourself to go. Your body begins to feel warm. It begins to feel heavy. And we go down to three and you go even deeper, becoming more open to my suggestions. Feeling your shoulders sink back, feeling your head getting heavier and heavier. As I go down from three to two, you won't fall out of your chair, but your head is gonna feel heavier and heavier as it drops forward to one all the way down. Now, in a moment, you are just gonna allow all of your thoughts to come. You're gonna hear every word I say, and you're gonna become open to every idea that I give you. As your head is heavier and heavier and you're sinking back into the chair, even more. Your feet are going to become so heavy. You can imagine there's cement coming over your feet, heavier and heavier to the point where the more you think about moving your feet, the more stuck they will become. Now I can't see your feet, but you can experience what that feels like as if your feet were so stuck to the floor magnetized down. And in a moment, you're going to try to move your feet and realize they are stuck and it's going to feel really, really funny. Try that now and see what that feels like. Really try. And the more you try, the more stuck they become. Stuck, heavier and heavier and heavier. Now you can stop trying once again. And the same way you experienced your feet being stuck, 
Imagine your lips being stuck right now to the point where it's almost as if you have forgotten how to speak because your lips are just glued shut together. Now, in a moment, I'm going to have you open your eyes. And once you do, you'll realize your mouth is stuck completely. How you doing? How do you feel? So um, amazing. Uh, it's, okay. amazing. it's an amazing sensation, Glenn, because you feel your body is not your essence. Mm -hmm. And so you get the separation of the body from the okay. essence. That's what I felt. I felt that my body was completely stuck following your guidance. But at the yes. same time, I felt my essence was in front of it. Yeah. And then you came back. So, so you are um, for stage hypnosis. I wouldn't use you on stage because you are very aware in the meditative process. Yeah. Your body relaxes and you do respond to suggestions. But things like your mouth being stuck, you have enough awareness so that doesn't happen for you. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, did you feel did you feel your feet being stuck? Yes. Not okay. so much. No, I, I completely felt what you were saying because I yeah. trust you. So I was yeah. listening to you and following you. But at the same time, I was feeling my essence separating yes. from the body and looking at myself from the outside. Okay. Now let me show you something beautiful. So I was just testing with you to see where you yeah. would go with things. Yeah. Now let me show you something that everybody loves. Yeah. Watch it. Close your eyes. This is a beautiful, beautiful thing to experience. You already know how quickly and easily you can relax. And I'm not going to ask you to stick your feet together. I'm not going to test you to see if you can speak or not speak. The only thing I'm going to ask you to do is think about your heart and imagine that you can breathe right through the center of your heart. And we're only going to take a few moments, but each moment may feel like an hour. Each hour may only feel like a minute. And you're going to allow your body to drift down and just feel warm and heavy. And right now, imagine your mind, your breath, and your heart connecting as if they were one. Breathing in deep right into the center of your heart, maybe even imagining your favorite color, a beautiful, healthy color, your special color. And you breathe that into your heart. And I'm just gonna say deeper and deeper, let your body settle, let your shoulders feel heavy. You can allow your head to feel heavy as well. You're just gonna sit back in the chair, listening to my voice, connecting so deeply to your heart. Because I have a feeling, even though I don't know, I have a feeling maybe there's something you're holding on to. Maybe it's something very deep, or maybe it's just something light. What are you doing? You're right. I'm holding on something. You wait. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. All right. Also, Francesca needs to learn how to follow instructions. Somebody might just be a little bit used to being in charge. All right. Close your eyes. Close your mouth. Go right back to where you were. I want you to experience letting go. 
I also want you to experience not being in control for your own benefit, for your own good. Just for a moment, you can take all the control back when you're ready. But until I ask you to, just allow your eyes to stay closed. And I will ask you in time to open them, but not yet. And I will give you all of your control back, but not yet. I want you to bring back your color back to your heart. You know so easily how to relax your body and mind. Let your shoulders drop again. Let your head relax. That's it, just like that. Now, the truest part of who you are is right in the center of your heart because your heart's been with you before you took your very first breath and it will never leave you for the rest of your life. Feel that gratitude. And perhaps if there is something that's right, just keep your hand there with your eyes closed. Maybe there's something that you've been holding on to that it's time to let go of. I don't need to know what that is. Nobody needs to know what that is. It's only for you to know. If you do know what that is, just nod your head quietly. Good. Now, with each breath you take, I want you to connect deeper to your heart and have the courage quietly with yourself to ask it, why have you been holding on to it? Why haven't you let it go? And most importantly, now, what would it take to let it go completely? What would you get to believe about yourself? What new belief would allow you to let go of it once and for all? Connect with your heart about it. Feel that throughout every fiber of your body. Breathe in the center of your heart and feel that with yourself. Ask yourself, are you ready to let it go? Ask your heart. And when you are, imagine with every inhale, you're breathing in exactly what you've wanted. And every exhale, you're letting go. You are letting it go. It will never affect you again. Every breath in only makes this new belief stronger. You'll think about it at night before you go to bed. You'll think about it throughout the day. It will make you smile even more with each and every breath, just like now. And really allow yourself to feel the beauty of what's in your heart, the beauty of what's in your soul, and what you know is true about you. That's right. Feel that even smiling deeper, bigger, brighter. This is you. This is who you are. And only when you're ready, just allow yourself to drift up, remembering this magic moment with yourself. You will only have the urge to smile and love your life even more than you do now. When you're ready, only when you're ready. So powerful.
So powerful. Oh, that. Nice. So powerful. Wow, you're amazing. I want to say, regarding what you just asked me, that I do, I hold on on things that I deeply love. But to hold on, like, is not necessarily positive sometimes because we hold on. So we keep it too tight to our heart. So maybe sometimes to let go doesn't mean to forget, but to let go of this holding, right? So we yeah. let go of the holding, but not of the good feeling we have of something, but of the necessity of feeling it tight to ourselves. Yes. Yeah, it is. I think that comes from our conditioning and how we were taught. It's like, for some people, they experience a lot of pain in life. So if they have something good, it's like they squeeze it and they hold on to it no matter what. You know, there's a saying, if you hold on too tightly, you get dragged, you know? Exactly. I love what you said. It's so true. Yes. You know? And even, even when you think about old relationships, maybe things that didn't work out so well, you're allowed to keep the good memories and the good moments, even if it ended in a bad way. You know, you're allowed to keep the beautiful moments of your life. And I think that too many people close the door on their positive experiences just because there's been hurtful ones too, you know? So yes, it is to, to like what you just did, that experience of opening up your hand on your heart and just allowing yourself to feel connected and open, nice. you know, to live our life from that place is very different than we're taught, unless you were taught by a, unless you grew up in a, in a meditating environment with parents that embodied that. Yeah. That's not what we're taught, you know? I feel very intense, I have to say, after this guidance, because uh, I, I also work with senses, dear Glenn, I, I'm an ex coach, I basically help people to find this mind and body connection using our senses because yeah. I was a chef, because I was hosting events. So I really can understand people. I can, I can understand the importance of exploring our senses. And in this moment with you, I felt something I wouldn't be able to do with people to guide people using their senses, but without even touching something, just by yeah. the exploration of our, our, of our own mind within it. So thanks to these uh, hypnotherapy uh, sessions with you, I imagine people, patients are able to basically become children again and having these and being able to imagine these uh, sensorial experiences all in our head. Yeah. I mean, this was just a, this was a little exercise we did. A full hypnotherapy session is much more intense and it's a much longer process. But the, the things that we're able to do by going back to some of, I, I've had moments where just beautiful moments with people overcoming sexual abuse, overcoming sexual trauma, physical abuse, um, helping people through the grieving process. Uh, I work in a rehabilitation center once a week because I love it. I work with 30, 60, and 90-day detoxers coming off of every drug you can think of. And I do group hypnotherapy with them. I do one-on-one -on -one sessions, and there's so much to release. And it makes me feel really purposeful to be able to share and connect in that way using this gift of hypnotherapy and guided meditation. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, and even being able to connect with you and, and talk about these concepts, because these are the things 
we need to talk about. Yes, for people to understand and to feel them, because of course, and also any personal experiences through this uh, guided meditation and this hypnotherapy um, sessions can be so different from each other. So talking about it is fundamental. It is. We, you know, we, so much of this world wastes energy talking about politics and this and that and devices. We can change. It's so unsatisfying. We need to, we need, this needs to be the topic of our social media posts, of our conversations, of how we connect. And I, that's a service to the world because it needs it more than ever, you know, for us to share this kind of light and this kind of, this kind of work. It is amazing. That's because uh, I believe, Glenn, uh, you know, my inner child is, as you can see, deeply alive, even though I'm very deep and I'm very, of course, intense sometimes as I'm I'm becoming an adult too. But I believe adults have these misconceptions uh, of life and of things because they don't utilize their creative imagination like children do. So our goal in this life is to grow up wise keeping our inner child alive, using our creative skills and imagination through hypnotherapy, through guiding meditation, through all these guidance that we have today with amazing healers and experts like you, for example. Thank you. And you are so right. It's funny, a lot of things that you say, like what you just said in, in my group meditation last night, I said, a child doesn't know it's not supposed to dream. A child doesn't know what limitations are. So now give yourself permission to dream like a child. Yes. And yeah, you're very connected. You are so connected to this work. It's beautiful. Thank you, Glenn. Yes, it's my big passion. And I believe like you did, everything I did, many different works, they all helped me to create who I am today. So never regrets, even though I was not reaching to the final point of what I was doing, for me it was enough to understand who I was and what I wanted. So every step for me was important to, to understand who I am. Yeah, now, I know. I look, I look back upon a lot of the things in my life that it it gave me what I needed to do the work that I do now. You know, um, the grieving process, when you go through, I believe the hardest thing in life is helping somebody through the death of a loved one and helping them see that in a way and connect to that. And that experience I went through taught me how to help others in that way, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, the experience in my own relationships in the past and my experience leaving the cushion of a very nice job to be involved in my passion. All of those things, it makes it real. Yes. You know, otherwise you're, you're just working from a book, you know? Um, I've also, um, let's see. And I'm just excited to see what happens next, you know? And amazing, I would say, I see you as a, as a, as a magician, Glenn, because the magician usually wants to tap into what people see, hear, and feel as the other yeah. magical techniques continue. So it's, it's about adding magic to people's lives, um, yeah. coaching them toward the happiness, giving example, but this is actually the magic we always talk about. People sometimes make fun of me because I believe in magic. That's magic for me, to be able to recognize uh, the powerful mind we have. It's incredible. 
our imagination, how powerful it is. And to make it real, what does it take? So what's for you the first step to create magic, Glenn? The first step to create magic is actually going back to what I learned as a child. Yes, uh, I agree. I agree. It is. Uh, even, even before we did this session today, I dropped my daughter off at school. I went to my meditation chair and I just experienced, I saw in my mind the things I want to experience in life. I saw us having a great time today. I, I saw my online subscriptions growing even more. And I also just put out there, um, you know, what was, how did I, it's hard to explain it because when you experience it, it's different. But I also, just got excited about new opportunities that find me every day. And I don't know what they are, but I know they're great. Half the things that happen, I never know what's coming my way. And it's beautiful. Um, I'm flying to Miami this weekend to do a, not just a stage hypnosis show, but a stage hypnosis show and a group meditation uh, with a, in a beautiful, really nice venue. So I get to do my silly stuff, but make it meaningful amazing amazing yes playful but meaningful it's a nice of hypnosis and transformation and i get to combine both worlds which is exactly what i want to do and i got this opportunity through my, my manager created it for me with this place and they want me to come out once a month now and do it yeah and it's gonna then i'm gonna do that in other areas but it's like that was exactly what I wanted to do because I love doing silly stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. But I like doing meaningful stuff. And now what happened? An opportunity came up for me to do both, you know? And yes. that is how life works. And I, I just visualize that feeling even, just feel, you know, that love for what you do. Yeah. And I know you feel that because I saw it in you the second you close your eyes, you know exactly what that feels like. But I don't think, I, I, I know, and even myself, if I don't take the time to put myself in a beautiful state, I really think that's the start of all of it. Yeah. To, to put yourself in a beautiful place for no reason other than putting yourself in a beautiful place. Yes. And uh, because we're going through this transformation, transformational phase at the moment, Glenn, as we know, is the new era, an enlightenment period of life. And so we might we might change day by day. So this chaos, which actually feels as a flame within us that doesn't switch off, is actually the best important phase of our life. So instead of building what's obvious, basically retaining this energy, we should embrace these changes that are happening within us. How can we do this? How can we enjoy the cows along this transformation? Yeah, Uh, two ways. One, I really believe you need people. First, you need people in your life to understand that process. So important. You need to be able to connect with others in that area. And And then two, a practice of meditation is the start with everything. Even if you don't know how to meditate, closing your eyes, I, I, I start people off with a cell phone. Like go home, take your cell phone, set the timer for 10 minutes, put it across the room, 
Sit in the chair, let your mind do whatever it wants to do. Don't judge your thoughts or yourself. Let it feel useless, let it feel stupid. And then you know it's gonna end. And then keep doing that until you can go 15 minutes. And then you'll start to shift. But holding on to what you said, um, that pain of the, uncomf the uncomfortability of the transformation process. That's why I believe step one, really with meditation, step one is writing down why you want it. My acting coach, when I was doing acting classes said, he gave me that speech on knowing your why. And I wrote a whole thing about why I want to do this and what I want to feel. And even like all the reasons weren't positive. Some reasons were because I want to shove it in this person's face who never believed in me. Not every reason has to be positive. You can be human. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> you can be humans. Like I want to lose weight so I can turn every head in the room. Good. That's one reason. Give me some more. But that's okay too. I want to look so good so my ex rules when they see me. Fine. Don't let that be the only one, but allow it to be a reason because it's real for you, you know? Yes. So I think it is really getting in touch with your why. Yes. It's actually the first step to, to, to go forward. Yes. Otherwise, yeah. like this, actually, yes, we basically avoid chaos many times. Why also am I feeling this? Or what is that is making me feel this also? So, yeah, so important. That, that reflection, because I did it when, when I, and I have a why list, when I feel, because no matter how, we're all human. So all of us have negative emotions. We all doubt ourselves. There's always hard times. When I have those moments, I go to my why list and that's how I recharge my, I'm like, okay, I remember why I'm doing this. Okay, keep moving forward. Yes. Uh, and, I, and I need that, I need that why list. It's important for me. And I think it's important for everybody because it's so easy to let your emotions take the wind out of your sails if you stay there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have. Go ahead. Yeah. We are driven by our emotions. That's why sometimes we get caught up in them. If we can analyze the emotion at the actual moment when we're feeling it, then we also avoid aggression, yeah. comments, mis miscommunication, misunderstandings. That's a great way of saying it, getting corrupt in your emotions. Yeah. Because it's that... actually the emotion, which is, so we cannot avoid emotions, otherwise we become ghosts and we become useless. So the emotion is the driven force, but then it is in the exact moment that we have to analyze it and understand the source and manipulate the energy. So if it is aggression, we transform it in passion. If it's miscommunication, we transform it in depth. So we go through diversity, analyzing the conflict. Yeah, that's how I see it. That's very good. But it does take mindfulness to mm -hmm. be able to do that. Yeah. And that's that's what medit that's what the meditation process teaches to be mindful in the moment so you're not so reactive to when you have to not get corrupt in your emotions. It's, it's easy. easy to, it's easy to say. <laughs> it is. It is. Things come up and it, it's hard. I mean, when I uh Asked my oldest daughter when I was giving her driving lessons, emotions, I lost my temper so many times. <laughs> so many times. 
<laughs> and I don't scream, but you know, um, yeah, we're all we're all human. But we're that... all human, Glenn. And how beautiful it is to be understood by people we love. Sometimes we lose it, but we are understood. That that's when I feel I feel loved unconditionally, and I feel I'm gonna love this person forever because it's easy to love when everything is going fine. But when we lose it and we are loved for what we are, that's also a proof of love. You know, you actually said this when we started. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't need faith when things are easy. The See, point of faith is to help you when things are hard. If it was easy, everybody would do it. It, it does take that faith. And I believe that faith comes from knowing your why. Yeah, it's true. Knowing your, you know, it is. It's like, it's, it's easy to go to the gym when your body is great. Yeah. It's not easy to go to the gym when it's not right example yeah it's 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 easy to speak to someone kind when you're in a good mood yeah but you know one of my favorite lines is can you say what you mean without saying it mean powerful in a relationship can you say say what you mean without saying it mean And I feel like a lot of people give themselves permission to not do that. You know why, Glenn? Uh, I have uh, an example of a relationship where visualization was very strong, but um, then uh, people didn't mean what they said. Do you think this is a mistake? I think it's part of the evolution of the relationship because we all visualize it, we dream of it, we say mm-hmm. things necessarily, maybe we don't mean, we, it, it happens that we don't mean what we say, but if we say it is because we believe in it. It is missing basically the action part, which is, uh, uh, of course, uh, we, have, we cannot expect it to arrive it soon, but it's part of the relationship growth. What do you think? To also to sometimes to say things, but not meaning them, or maybe it's saying them, meaning them, but not taking action upon them. Yeah, that... If I'm feeling what you're saying, the part, you mean like losing your temper or blowing up and saying things you don't mean. And it, it, it is part. I mean, every relate. Mm, nothing is just like calm water when you have people yeah. and you have love. But those fights you may have, if you have the intention to work through them, so you don't have them again in that same way. If you can grow from those moments, absolutely. But some people choose not to grow and they get more resentful. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. every relationship evolves, right? Every relationship evolves and change. And some are a little at first. And I think it also comes down to, there's two parts. I'm not sure which one we're on, but there's boundaries. And then there's healthy fighting and healthy growth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And even so, I think the like people will treat their boss and their coworkers much nicer than they'll treat their significant other. Yeah. It's like when you come home, that's the most important person yeah. that you need to speak to. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, ah, it's just my wife calling. I'll call her back. It's like, no. <laughs> No, it's my wife calling. I'm going to stop this meeting and see. Because that is the most important call, not the sales call, you know? Yeah. 
that type of that's a little off topic, I guess, but it's connected. It's to say about this, yes. Uh, yeah, people will understand it at some point, and uh, hopefully it's never too late. But uh, it's so important to understand, yes, yeah, all these uh, patterns we have uh, to give importance yes. to what's important. Yeah. Have you seen that? I, I don't know where I saw this exercise. Uh, I've done this. I don't do a lot of couples therapy, but I have done some. Amazing. Uh, and this is the most beautiful thing I've ever done. Yeah. You have, you have the couple sit across from each other, look at each other and not speak for three minutes. <laughs> They're not allowed to speak. And what happens in those three minutes, it's unbelievable. Wow. And you see it through their eyes or how do you see it? You see, they, they just sit facing each other. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm on Zoom or if I'm with them, but... They yeah. face each other and they're not allowed to speak until I say so. Wow. And then they start, they start modeling each other. They start matching each other. Then he'll smile and she'll smile. She'll start crying. He'll start crying. Wow. The connection that happens when you take the words away and just hold that presence. It's amazing. amazing. And then after a few minutes of that, now, Tell your wife how you really feel about her. Tell your husband how you really feel about him. They're off to the races after that, you know? Uh, but that's, that's also because of your energy, because we all try to do this, uh, dear Glenn, but of course, uh, being guided by someone you trust, uh, it's even better because, uh, um, yeah. because it's important to have this external eye uh, judging us, it's not judging, but... Uh, giving their point of view because it's easy to say what we think but then the external eye can really help to 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 see True. things through yeah you're being guided guiding you, that's i guess that's just that's, that's what this is it's all guided right? <laughs> guided you're a guide, Glenn. You're a guide. guide guiding yeah. guiding guiding <laughs> That's so good. It's so good to feel a guide, to be trusted and to be able to make it worth it. So yeah. powerful. And uh, Glenn, well, we, um, would you like to say, I, I love talking to you, I have to say, and uh, very powerful what you say. Would you like to say something to our guests along this uh, transformational phase they're going through, the last uh, advice, and uh, they can be in touch with you. Of course, you are in the media, so they can be in touch with you if they need help, but uh, what is the last thing you would say? Sure. Well, yeah, re regarding that, you'll if you put a link, you'll put my site below and they can go online. I do work with people one-on-one, -on -one, but I also have my HypnoVault. The HypnoVault I created so everybody can work with me yeah. without having to work with me. Yeah, uh, there's inclusiveness, only inclusiveness. We love it. Yeah, because I made... I mean, every video in my HypnoVault, they're all sessions that I do with clients that I recreated. And I do a little talk about the topic and then music comes on and we do an actual hypnotherapy session. And I put a new session in every single week. Wow. And people email me for requests and I put requests in. And that is my online world. And starting next week, I'm doing workshops. Anybody that's in the HypnoVault, we're going to do free workshops like this. I'll do them on Instagram live or um, Facebook live. And we're yeah. going to go through actually what we talked about today, your why, your goals, your dreams. 
and there'll be new topics. That's so yeah, you can find me. I do work with people one-on-one. Obviously, one person can only fit so many people into their schedule, you know, but that's why I have the hypnovault because I'm telling you, nobody, this is my creation. Uh, people have hypnotherapy downloads, people have other things, but this is my way. And I know nobody else has done this because it's my gift, the way I do it. You know what amazing, I mean? Amazing, amazing. Yes. And uh, so, the community you build also, people are able also to share, as we said, the importance of motivating each other, sharing experiences. So they're able also to meet other people that might be struggling for the same reason and they can be in touch, talking yeah. things through, right? I'm, I haven't opened that up yet, but I'm going okay. to. Within this, next, within this next year, uh, within the Hypno Vault, there is a community I can open up where they can all connect. So that is going to happen. I just haven't done it yet because monitoring it and yeah, I'm good. still, uh, that, will, that will be something. So parting words of uh, wisdom for our time together, right? Yeah. Uh, parting words of wisdom. I really think the most important thing 